0: This is Black Excellence. This is Black History Month. But we're going we to celebrate Black History every day, All bro. Day, this, every is, day. this is they Black History right here, centers. bro. we making it. This is TWA, day. Episode 8. Um, I want to wish everybody out there a happy Black History Month. I got my mans here, Jordan, a.k.a. J-Mac. And today... Before I get started, I want to give a shout out to my man Paris, who's like a brother to me dearly, and some of y'all probably have already heard of One Healthy Juicery in Sacramento, um, which is really going places now. He's um, a new vendor for Self Care Sundays in Oak Park, so make sure y'all tap in at number one, health number one, Healthy Juicery. On Instagram. Um, y'all might see me in a few pictures as well. <laughs> it's important. There's one drink that I really like in particular called Orgina. I helped come up with the name. And man, I ain't going to I ain't gonna give y'all the whole spiel about the ingredients yet. But y'all got to check that out. It's, it's really good. Really, really good. So shout out to you, Paris. And keep striving, bro. We got you out here. Y'all got to support. We got to support our black businesses, our local black businesses in SAC. Nice. SAC is definitely coming up when For it comes sure. to like... uh just like artists and entrepreneurship and just like self-promotion and community outreach and all this just like coming together. I I feel like Sacramento is like on the top for that right now. Like mm-hmm. I see, it, I really see them like spearheading like this notion of togetherness and community and everybody just trying to come up in some way while trying to bring each other up as well. Um, I recently did a video with Josh Bonzo and Deshawn Visions. And it was it was really fun because um, they just came to me and was like, hey, you want to be in a video? We got the script, you know, already typed out and printed out. We just want you to look over it and see if you're comfortable with, you know, different things. And um, one of the things that they put emphasis on, like with me being comfortable, is having my shirt off and having my shoes off. And I was like, if it'll add more emphasis to uh, the video and the scene, then, yeah, you know, I, I don't mind. So, uh, I think that was cool to do that because uh, I haven't had too many opportunities to do that. So, shout out to y'all, bro. Like, that that was really a eye-opening opportunity for me to just break out of my shell. So,
1: thank y'all. I love y'all. I feel like, also, even that experience that you had with them is a metaphor for how Sacramento is coming up. Right. Like, People like the artists in Sacramento, regardless of how we look from the other cities around us and the other states around us, we do also help each other out come up. And just like how they added you into the video, that's another reason. Just like how we're shouting out One Healthy Juice, One Healthy Juicery, One Healthy yeah. Juicery, same thing there. And it's like, regardless of how other people may see Sacramento and how to see the artists we do what we can to support each other. And I feel like this is a new era of that. Oh yeah. You know, cause it's not always been like that, but we are the change that's gonna create that, that support system.
0: That's how I feel Um, about, that's how I feel about black history, because black history has had different, um, different influences on our people. You know what I mean? Because the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty I feel like you know it's all a part of black history and it makes us who we are I think fighting for justice and equality was the biggest part about it because we're here and to be here you know we want to be treated equally so I think that most of our I mean it's just crazy to think that most of our history was us trying to be treated just like humans bro and like when we think about that, it just makes us want to strive even more because we we see it in history, you know, unfair treatment. And then that turns into fighting for our rights and standing up, even if that means, you know, being uh, incarcerated, being beaten, like literally being killed, um, trying to press like these hard lines to be treated equally as humans, you know what I mean? Um, You take a people who didn't ask to be here and you place them in a place, and then you oppress them, it's, it's just got to be one of the most unfair things in the world. And I think that um, history, black history is often looked at as something that is is causing influence. But I think that there's, a, there's a story, there's more than just influence, there's like struggles. And there's, there's just like, there's a really ugly side to it. If you think about it, like everything about black history isn't always influential. I think that it's Uh, Something that people need to sit down and understand, Um, because as Black people, you know, like people may look at us and think, you know, oh, okay, well, this is something that we can mimic. I I think that a lot of our, uh, like, our culture has been uh, mimicked, and uh, people, people think it's a joke. Um, You know, we see it on on Instagram, TikTok. You know, people think that it's a joke when it's really not. I mean, to be where we are right now, we had to fight for that, and we're still fighting for today. We are not done fighting, bro. Like. We, we, it's a constant fight every day it's just like we've been fighting for centuries and we still ain't got what we wanted I mean to be able to walk on this soil and, and get jobs and be able to express ourselves that's a step but don't get it wrong we've been doing that since day one since and day one. Um, I was telling my friend um, Ian um, about how most of our culture is just like represented through celebrities and all these people who project uh, these ways of being black and um, And he was just like, well, you know, hip-hop is a big part of our culture. And I was just like, man, that's the big part of American, like African-American culture. Because if you think about it, we could have went, we could have got sent to China. Yeah. And we could have, we could have made something happen there. And that just goes to show that it's not about like, oh yeah, hip-hop is our culture. It's about us having it inside of us and being able to create a culture no matter where we go.
1: The crazy... Thing I noticed that us as black people in America, we have a very distinct culture. Although a lot of us don't know where we come from, from our African descendants. Mm-hmm. And so, due to that, like a lot of, like, let's say, for example, Mexican Americans, they know where they come from. They know where their pride comes from. It comes from Mexico and vice versa to anybody else. But us black people in America, a lot of us have lost. Now, I wouldn't say lost. We've gotten our descendants and our knowledge taken away from us mm-hmm. by force. So we don't know where we come from. And so due to that, we create this black culture that is specific to America. And that's the cra- that's the greatest thing where it's like, regardless of how bad we're treated, we still have that in us to create inspirational culture in America. The same place that has treated us so bad and yet uses everything that we've created to promote themselves or to use it for themselves. But Mm -hmm. we know where it comes from. It comes from us. Right. The greatest. I think that's just amazing how we can create so much from so little and still be used by so many people.
0: Right. Right. And I think that the inner knowledge of, like, us knowing that um, we've done nothing wrong and that we have something inside of us that we, we have the right to express is what keeps us going. Um, and that's something that can't be, like, you know, imitated. It's, it's way more than skin deep. And that's, and that's one of the examples that I have about black history. Like, it's way more than skin deep, you know what I mean? Like, and people cannot deny that. I mean, people can deny it, but they still know in their heads in in their in their minds that america would not be what it is today if it was not for black black influence um america's create creative vessel does not move without black uh, influence and it would not be what it is you know like i'm not trying to say that blacks are better than everybody but i think a lot of people can say that you know the black influence has added some like hip flavor a more interesting uh vibe to like entertainment sports like all that stuff you know like culture music um it, it just wouldn't be what it is without black people bro but yet people make it seem as if you know we're bad or there's something wrong with us even with this coronavirus shit like telling everybody that there is some type of uh, higher chance that like you know black people can get it and You know what that will do what that does to people who aren't black against black people I mean it's just another way to separate us and it's it's just fucked up because I think that you know black people have taken enough and then you want to like in the wake of a pandemic where the blame or where we're to be seen as like these pansies to push this shit on and I think that like that's just that's that's more American than apple pie bro Hmm.
1: You know what's interesting about that, how you said that black people were used as like the ones that are most inflicted by it. When when all this crazy shit happened last year, I really heard the opposite. I felt the opposite. Like I literally I embodied this idea that we are so powerful that we're not even affected by it. And I've been I've been having that ideal this whole time. And I feel like it's been working because I have no symptoms. I've had no symptoms. I've had like no interactions really with with anybody with that. I believe so. But uh, yeah, it's interesting you brought that up because I, te- I definitely felt the opposite at least when uh when it first came down. I think it was probably based off something I heard, like specifically off the melanin or or something like that. But I just used that as a root to feed off off of to like. Know that I'm good from this, hmm. but hearing that you've heard people say that we are the ones that are most inflected. I'm like, damn, that's, and that's a lie. Yeah, you know it's what I'm a saying
0: straight up lie, bro. And I and I read that shit, and I'm just like, you know what? Off with their heads, whoever fucking said that, because yeah. that's just another reason to divide the people. Yeah,
1: what? Why would you? And
0: give the people of not who aren't of color a reason to be like, oh, black people this, black people that, and. Do I believe that that shit was made to separate us? Oh, yeah, of course, because if you look in our history, you know, a lot of... Okay, so this is a thing as well. Black history isn't just about the accomplishments of black people. I think that it's all this bullshit that's been inflicted towards black people as well. All these walls and all these barriers set up in front of uh, black people that we have to constantly break, break, break. I think a big part of our history is our strength and our will to keep going. Mm. Our focus and our will to keep going, no matter how time how many times we get uh you know um how many times we get stepped on or blocked out or left out or feeling um insubordinate or um you know, anything like that. I think that like a big part of our history is us being able to be resilient. I think that speaks more than like Um, I mean, the the accomplishments are—they speak volumes, you know what I mean. But there will not, there will not be any accomplishments without strength and will and like hard work. And I think that for a matter of, of years, for like a matter of years that we don't even know because you know we weren't born yet. I think that our people were just continuing to fight because if they didn't, we wouldn't have ended up here. Like if you think about it, there was somebody that we were related to way back when. And that's why we're here right now. So it's, it's it's beautiful to think that our people continue to fight, you know, because they weren't passing, they weren't European passing. So that means that if they just didn't get that opportunity, they didn't get it because they were black. And if you were Anglo-Saxon, or if you were uh, uh, German or Jewish, you got that pass because you were passing, you were white passing. And you got that opportunity over the black person, so I think about how people just got this uh, this easy way through, while black people were getting doors slammed in their faces. And I think about how I got family from Cuba, who where it, it could have been a lot worse for them coming from the Caribbean, um, not being American citizens and trying to make it work, and th- and it being that much harder because they're black. So I think about that all the time, but I'm very grateful for where I am right now, because you know, considering like our past, we have a lot of freedom. But with 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 some part of freedom becomes it an, comes another form of uh, shackles and mm, being a slave to yeah. something.
1: I agree, cause like even that feeling to feel like you're free means at a point in a time we weren't, and like there's always gonna be like a division, or at least there's always gonna be one side that tries to divide everybody else to feel superior to to other like. There's always going to be that one entity that looks at the greatest entity who is the most humble, wants to be that, and so they try to find anything in that to divide, to make them seem less, which is, I feel like, what has happened to us, although with that being said, we still persevere. We still are here today. We are the descendants of everyone who has survived and thrived, and that's embodied into us mm-hmm. that's super powerful and that's
0: black, that's black history bro that is black history to the max the fact that we're able to sit up here right now and talk about talk about this mm. that is that is like our that is the the epitome of black strength and black legacy this is a black legacy right here right now
1: i have a short story i like to 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 say, when I was in like, I was in seventh grade. um, In PE class, I'm pretty. I was pretty athletic, slightly competitive. Mm -hmm. And so, whenever we had like a mile run or something, I'd probably be like the the one in front. But there was this this classmate I had. I think he was Ukrainian, Hmm. and uh, he was like my only competition. But, uh, and so he was always like first, but I was always second at the time. I was like, damn, but I liked it. Cause it was like a competition that kept me like going and going. But then I realized like growing up as a kid, I had asthma. And so trying to run and like be physical while having asthma is a, is a, a strong fight oh, yeah. that I had to battle against. Oh, and yeah. so just knowing that about myself understands that i am more powerful than at least my perception is because if i could do everything that i've done up until this point with the shackles like asthma holding me down i can only imagine if i were in somebody else i don't want to be in somebody else's shoes but i can only imagine if i was in per se his shoes with the ability that i have yeah it's crazy and that's another analogy of how powerful we are of like we keep persevering regardless of how much is put on us.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, bro. I think that story can relate to a lot of people listening because oftentimes we feel like we have to compete and that's and that's one thing about um being being black. I feel like every day we feel like we have to do the ultimate uh we have to go the extra mile just to show that just to we're capable because we've been depicted as these people who are Incapable, um, these people who are um, just just not fit for whatever it is out here, um, and just being below some superior race. And I think that, like, in a lot of ways, we prove ourselves to be the total opposite, and we know that by now that we can do anything that the next person can do. Um, in a lot of ways, we've done better. Um, and and history history shows that you know what I mean. And time after time, it's it's just like in the nineteen twenties when, well, it, it it goes way back. Not the nineteen twenties. It goes a lot further back. I can't remember the date exactly, but there was this thing called uh, the Great White Hope, right? And there was a black uh, there was a black boxer who had beat everybody that that was put up against him. So they came up with this guy who was the the Great White Hope, right? I guess this was like their uh, personification of like, oh, this is going to be our way of proving that white people are stronger. We put this well fit um, elite white boxer against this black boxer who just can't be beat. And we're going to call him the great white hope. And hopefully he can beat this man. They went round after round and that black boxer beat that man down to smithereens. And that, that changed the whole dynamic from there. So I think that, like, trying to prove that we we don't have to try to prove that we're greater than anybody, bro. We we just have to be ourselves. And I think that that point of history was just really vital to, like, how black people are treated today. Always trying to find anything that can stop us, if, if possible, you know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, we persevered through it all. And I think that, like, where we are today is really pivotal to, like, what our people have been doing for us for years. Like... Our ancestors couldn't have even seen this far, yet they were still fighting for better days. You know what I mean? And we're still fighting for some type of equality, bro. Like, yeah, we've got we got to the point where we can relax a little bit. But, I mean, we still got to deal with being harassed by cops, um, being looked at as some type of, like, insignificant person because of the color of our skin, being incapable. So I think another step of making history is just to show ourselves, not others that we can be we can be together on this. We can be capable. I think proving it to ourselves though. I don't think we have to prove it to anybody else because people have their depictions and their and their idealistic views of us. I think it's up to black people to show ourselves that we're greater than what everybody else says, not to those people who are saying shit about us because I think ultimately the only way for us to really come together and and rise above all this bullshit is to come together within each other because for years, you know, I feel like that's that's what a lot of us have been missing, you know, and in a lot of ways, I see that some people have given up on themselves um, because of what they've been taught by non-black people
1: about who they are, and that, and that runs deep, for real. It does, man. It really does, because it'll eat you up trying to be great at something that somebody told you that you weren't great at. But if you become self-empowered and like get self-knowledge and understand your personal abilities and focus on that and not about what everybody else is saying, that is how we start. Because we can't try to change everybody else. We gotta really try to focus on ourselves. And after that self-empowerment stage, I feel like the possibilities are endless of how far we can go with coming together. And this is the beginning of... Well, I don't want to say beginning, because I see life as like a chess game to where it's just a constant chess game. of.
0: So would you say it was the continu- this is the continuation?
1: Exactly. Because at a point in time, we weren't always looked at as this today. It's, it's a, a wavelength. How a wavelength goes up and down. There was a time when we were the, the architects of greatness and then that got eroded or covered up and then that became the, the down, we were looked at as like the most negative connotation based off of another person's perception. And how I see it right now is going back up the up wave to the top. Mm-hmm. To work, eventually, I already see us are. But eventually, the population will look at us as that again. How we were the the, the smartest ones, the, the most intelligent astronomers and mathematicians and architects. Mm-hmm. I think um, I watched a movie recently, or well, a small clip of this movie. I forgot what it was called, but it was uh, about these black women who worked at NASA. Oh, you're
0: talking about um, hidden figures.
1: Yeah, hidden figures. I just watched a little bit of it um, the other day. And that's just the depiction of like how smart we are, but yet everybody else can't see that. But regardless of what they see, we know. It. As long as we know it for ourselves, then we can mm-hmm. do whatever we want. The, the problem is when we listen to other people... And they put us down, and we think that about ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to let somebody else's perception affect yours, but you can't do that. Yeah, you cannot do that.
0: Like it's just like with it's just like with um, what MLK said. He said, "Darkness cannot cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that." Because that that's really true. Like if you if you live through the light, then none of that can get to you. I think that if you're aware of your abilities, and you, and in most and in most cases you don't need an opinion, you sit mm. because I mean a lot of people, I don't want I don't want to say everybody, but I mean some, most of the time when people are giving their opinion, they're projecting. It's not it doesn't really have anything to do with you. It's like they're just projecting how they feel about themselves, and they, and they push that onto you. And you know I've had instances where you know I ask for people's opinions and. They just let me have it. And I'm just like, wait, it doesn't really sound like you're giving me criticism. It sounds like you're just trying to like put me down. And we got to recognize that, too. Because just because you gave somebody the floor to give you criticism, it doesn't mean that that's all they're going to give you. So it's, it's good to be aware of that. And it's good to just read up on different things. And it's good to instill that hope in yourself, too. So in most cases, you don't have to ask anybody. You can just go and take that chance by yourself. Because that's what life is about, too. And I'm learning that in my 20s uh, with having different jobs and still continuing my education. It's just like, at some point, it really really is what you make it. And there's no rules to life. And when you realize that everybody just out here trying to figure it out, then you realize, okay, well, all I have to do is make the best decision for me. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what my family thinks. It doesn't matter what my friends think. All that matters is I know what I'm going for. And this seems to work for me, and I know that it, it all, it's all going to work in my best interest, and I got my best interest. And I, w- I just want to put emphasis on that, because I had a talk with my uncle, and I was just like, man, we shouldn't be dealing with people that don't have our best interests at heart. And he was like, man, forget them having your best interests at heart. Have your own best interests at heart so that you'll never be disappointed. And I was like, damn, I never thought of it like that. But yeah, you got to have your own best interests at heart. Because so, not a lot of people ain't going to know your best interest, first of, all, first of all. True.
1: So I'm an artist. You're an artist. I'm sure there's plenty of artists listening right now. But with your knowledge, I want to ask you, how would an artist go about taking those steps with the the dichotomy of being an artist and want to out art that is objective to be objectified and also understanding that whatever they do for themselves like you said if they understand their true potential they would just do it how would Mm -hmm. you like give us and and other artists advice of that balance because obviously as an artist we want to put out art and we want people to look at the art, so it's like there's a small portion that is there to be objectified, but also we want to just put out what we feel and how we want to put it out. What would you like say to, to us There's well, some advice?
0: Well, you know how they say you know censorship is not art, right? Mm-hmm. And art is one of those things where there are no rules. So I think the knowledge of knowing what you're putting out matters first, I don't think it really matters uh, about an audience because it can appeal to anybody. Um, just just as much as, like, as long as it's real, I think that it'll appeal to people. Mm. I think that the awareness of like knowing that it might be objectified is good. I mean, that in that sense, you have awareness. You know, what I mean, you're not being selfish about it. So I think that's the that's a good that's a good step. I also think that. You know, giving yourself time to understand your own craft is good too. Spending time alone mm. and then practicing other ways in which you can uh, project your art onto people, um, putting it out there in, in, in bits and in samples to just kind of see uh, how people feel about it, uh, establishing some platform and really putting, putting a lot of time into that and becoming more passionate about it, figuring out. Like what influences your style of art? Uh, surrounding yourself by people who express themselves freely and allow you to express yourself freely as well. Um, also learning that your art is worth something. Um, even if you're not sh- like, even if you're not shooting for like earning money from it, I think knowing that your art is worth recognition is the first step. Um, knowing that your art is worth putting in. However, however much time you put into it. Um, And I think that allowing yourself to listen or look or perceive your art in a way where it's like you're an outsider looking in. Because in a lot of ways, I listen to these podcast episodes. I look at some of these pictures I've drawn. um, I listen to some of these songs I've sang or rapped in. And I try my best to listen to it as if I'm one of these audience one like part of the audience like feeling as if I'm not on the stage all the time but sitting down in that crowd and just listening and watching and that changes my whole that changes my whole dynamic because we are our first critics and when we and when we look at our art from that way we can make we can make changes and we can we can make any types of tweaks and enhancements um so yeah that's what i could say i would say just keep striving and and believing that your art is valuable. Um, it could be one or two people supporting you. It doesn't matter. I think that the fact that it comes from within you is valuable enough because it's coming from a life force. It's coming from an energy that's uh, been derived from so many different energies that you don't even know. So I think that staying consistent is key because it says so much about you. It says that you're willing to keep going and you're not, you don't wanna give up on yourself no matter what. And your art goes beyond. Um, people's acknowledgement but it's an expression of who you are and I think that the more you you, you express your, you express yourself then you, you appeal more to yourself with your art and you become more comfortable with your art more confident with your art and at some point people are gonna people are gonna like you know catch on to that because they see that you fuck with your shit more than anybody ever could mm. um, they, they see that you understand your art that you see your art as a living thing that deserves to be put out.
1: So that's what I can say about that. Hey, I I appreciate that, man. I'm sure everybody else does because that's true words right there.
0: Yeah, just don't give up on art because, I mean, ever since I met y'all, bro, like, y'all been doing this music stuff. I mean, you bring your studio equipment every time you come out and y'all cook stuff up. And as long as I've known Brandon, he's been at it. Been writing music, playing his guitar, just all these things that, you know, he's been incorporating into his his art, his his music. And then I look at Josh and, you know, his 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 cinematography skills, his photography skills, his videography skills. I look at AJ, you know, he's a producer as well. I look at you, you're a producer. We were so many things, you know, Um, and it goes beyond anything that I've stated. Like, we're so much more than that we we can we can do so many things, bro. And we can never get bored with our talent. We can never get bored with our skill. We can never get bored with discovering new things about ourselves. You know what I mean? So I think that like art is so elastic. Art is so like it's so huge. Like we it's like a giant river or like a giant ocean that we can just continue to swim in like and it goes deep, deep and deeper because we figure out new ways of expressing ourselves every day. So just don't give up on your expression. Don't give up on your art. don't don't stop at you know not enough people supporting you because that's it's gonna be like that sometimes, but that's not a reason for you to stop. It definitely wasn't a reason for you to, to start. so don't mm-hmm. let that
1: be a reason for you to stop. The people putting who put you down similar to the the asthma I may have that kept me running. Without it, similar to the struggles that black people have been going through. Those are just metaphors for the people putting you down for whatever you truly want to do. Exactly. Regardless, we got to keep striving. And that just shows how how powerful I feel like we are.
0: Yeah, bro. That's That's a great way to tie those two into each other, huh? They really relate and they coexist with one another because black people are so creative, bro. Black people are so creative, and I feel like if, if a black person were to tell themselves, oh, I ain't got no talent they just haven't yeah. discovered it yet. They haven't, they haven't, you know, broken out of their shells yet, and they haven't took that step to try to find out, you know?
1: That first step is always the hardest. It's always the hardest. Yeah. Once you take that first step, you know how to move your feet. You know right. where to position your feet.
0: Absolutely, dog. I think that, like, everybody has it in them. Whether you're black or not, you got it in you. I think it's just a matter of finding it. Try it out. Um, because when it comes to rapping, I kind of just... I was really shy of doing it back in high school. But it it was kind of forced out of me. And by coincidence, I just so happened to meet J-Mac and, and Josh and him. But let me tell y'all how crazy this is. I'm ready. So high school was, was crazy because I only had like... Four friends that I was really, really tight with. Like everybody else was just associates. Other than that, I had my four friends, that was my crew. We would, you know, hang out together, freestyle together. And every time we would like start a freestyle, they'd be like, come on, Mel, I know you got it in you, come on. And then uh, my friend Brandon would be like, bro, I know you can rap because you know how to sing. And I was like, bro, that's two different things. But then when I realized, like, actually, it's not, uh, they're actually the same. Um, it's just how you, how you utilize that rhythm and how, how you project that rhythm. But it's really not, it's really not that different. It's, mm-hmm. it's just no difference. So then, you know, I had to break out of my shell and like, I started doing it. Right. And then I graduated high school and I stayed in Vallejo for a while and then I moved to SAC. And, uh, when I came to SAC, I met Josh in college and then I met Brandon and AJ And then it turned out that, like, you know, in downtime, we'd be kicking it and then they'd turn on a beat. Uh, And I'd be like, bro, this is just like back home, bro. Like, damn, that's crazy. Cause we used to do this all the time at home, bro. Like, how is it? How is that such a, like, that's such a crazy coincidence that I moved to a whole nother city and I'm still in that same vibe. And then I met J Mac and I met Perry. And it was just like, it was like an extension cord with like multiple plugs on it. Mm -hmm. And we all just got plugged in together. And then you know, we're all plugged into the same wall, honestly, and everybody was just willing to let each other uh express themselves. and there's nothing like there's nothing like a crew of people who don't judge you, you know what I mean, and they just let you express yourself. So I just wanted to share that with y'all because that was like that was literally like two worlds just coming together. And it was unbelievable at the time, but I had to get comfortable with. Rapping with them as well, but now I'm at the point where I can just say anything. Anything. I
1: love, <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. Like a lot of me, from I can speak for myself. I'm sure other people may feel that way, but like I would say, when I was young, there's like a time period where self-expression felt so so hard. Cause I feel like I'm boxed in, not only in society of who I am, but like in my own mind. Because I yeah. don't know my own potential, and so I would like. Damn, that's deep. I would stop myself from just expressing myself, and it really takes energies as you, as uh Josh, Brandon, Perry, like everybody who were around. It takes the energy to really be comfortable expressing yourself. It's it's a hard thing to do. When you come from a very isolated ideology, but mm-hmm. after you kick that to the curve, is the best feeling because now it's your true self coming out mm-hmm. and nothing's more better than your true self coming out. But just getting over that hump, that's the hard part. Yeah, it is. Because you got, I
0: mean, like for one example, I want to say, I don't know if you ever met anybody that says sorry after they say stuff. Yeah. It was like, sorry, that was that was stupid. Yeah. It's because they were told throughout their life to shut up because they sound stupid, literally. And then the people who have a voice and they want to rap, but they're just like, no, nah, I don't want to. Um, shyness, I, I, I believe that shyness and insecurity is created and it's taught just like racism and hate is taught. I think that insecurity and shyness is taught because really, what does a baby do like when it learns how to dance and walk? They dance all day as if nobody's there. You know, they sing, they, they run around, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're taught that it's not okay to be naked because you need to wear clothes. Oh, no, you can't do this because of that. Oh, no, stop, you know. And with that metaphor of, like, people telling you to shut up, you know. I was told um, at a young age to stop singing because I sounded horrible. Um, and I was just like uh, okay cool but did I stop I was like no because that was my way of expressing myself so every time I went into that church I was like this is a place where I could feel comfortable because God is right here so I don't have to feel uh discouraged because I'm literally I have on a cloak of like confidence mm-hmm. given by God so um yeah I think that all that is created like we don't we don't know these things until we're exposed to them like so many other things that we may have been exposed to. we don't know them until we're taught just like knowledge of anything we don't know it until we've learned it and um, how do we get over that hump of like people um, not being able to express themselves because they've been told that they're not good enough you know and it, and it goes it goes back to just being a black person you're not good enough because of the color of your skin or um, you're not you're not the epitome of beauty because your hair is nappy or um, brown blonde hair and blue eyes is the way uh and it's just like how like they like you know you literally are taught these things through propaganda and entertainment and the media but is all that shit real no it's not but is it the american way i guess and it just it just draws you to want to know more about you and be proud of who you are you know what i mean so um just never stop at you know what another person has to say if it's not going to push you. Um, although I think that all criticism is can be constructive, a lot of criticism isn't. Um, so don't stop at that either. <laughs> don't don't stop at thinking that all criticism is is constructive because some of it can really not be. It could be like the criticism that could really cause you to like stop believing in yourself. So
1: especially criticism coming from a hurt person because hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. unintentionally they'll tell you something negative about you that's not even about you they'll cuz it's basically about themselves but they just want to express like they that's the crazy part they want to express themselves and the only way they can express themselves is through other people by putting their insecurities onto them and then a lot of people will take that for themselves and it's like it's don't Don't take that personally. Somebody tells you something, you don't take it personally. I mean, honestly, whether it's good or bad, that's how I view it. Somebody could tell me my outfit looks great. Somebody could tell me my outfit looks trash. They both mean the same to me. Mm -hmm. Because who are they to tell me my outfit looks anyway
0: yeah because you knew that you knew that the outfit was fire when you put it on (laughs) why you look in the mirror and you stepped out and you was just like well this is what it is today Mm -hmm. so it doesn't really matter if somebody compliments me or tries to put me down i know that the reason why i stepped out with this outfit on is because i was comfortable i thought that it was fire and that's all that that
1: matters precisely
0: ultimately that's why i bought the fit (laughs) because it fits me I, i feel comfortable in it and you know I'm not fishing for compliments, but if I get one, that's cool, too. And if somebody ain't feeling it, that's cool, too. <laughs> it ain't going to change nothing. Exactly. You feel me?
1: I know, especially as black people, a lot of the times we do get put down. But I know there are situations where we have such high expectations on certain things that if you feel like you don't reach those expectations... Then that same feeling that somebody putting you down comes about as well because you're like, oh, I'm not as I'm not as great as how they think I should be, and now that puts you into that same box, and that kind of coincides with like when somebody tells you you're great at something. If you don't take it too too personally, you appreciate what they say, but don't take it to the heart to where it's like, now they expect this all the time. Now I can never fail or now I can never make mistakes and it's like that's why I don't really take anything too too personal because it's like at sometimes I'm not gonna be peak uh of my own potential right sometimes I'm gonna be just moving and that moving stage is just a transitional stage to whichever accomplishment or goal I'm, I'm about to reach you don't just like go 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 there's a space in between right. and that space in between, I, I don't want to let anybody kind of like box me in anymore. Yeah, it's know? part
0: of being human. And I feel like a lot of people, they forget that you're human. And I think that that's, that's a huge problem for people who uh, are seen as great um, being expected. Like, and that's what we are. That's what we're in in this society. Uh, comparisons, expectations. Uh, those are the biggest things that we face. And um, I think that I face a lot being 25, um, people expecting me to have um, certain things, expecting me to be a certain place because of uh, some other 25 year old that they know, or just this idea of uh, where they want to be when they're 25 or what they think a 25 year old should have. But I think that you know, their expectations and their assumptions have nothing to do with me, bro. Because at the end of the day, um, wh- wh- what I've been through, where I came from, and my experiences are the reason for where I am today. And I think that, you know, I would never shun that. I would never put a shadow on that because I'm not ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. But what I won't do is shame myself for not meeting other people's expectations and forgetting that I'm human right along with them. So that's important, bro. I yeah. like I like what you said, bro. Cause that brought me back to uh, my inner thoughts as well.
1: I, I notice social media is a big just portrayal of that. And I'm not the one to say stay off social media. Cause that's, that doesn't make any sense to to move backwards. We always have to move forward with technology, with life. But all I want is the understanding of what it means. A lot of times we get lost in the sauce where it's like, oh, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. It's cool to do that. But like just understand that like this is all everybody's individual lives. of all the experiences they've been through brought them to the person they are today. I can't expect to be how you are at 25. You can't expect to be how I am at 25, anybody else. Even though everybody portrays this lifestyle of how they want or how they think they should be at a certain time. it's like, that's because you went through this. You went through everything in your life from the ground up to become this. Everybody is so different in every way. Mm -hmm. We can never be like anybody else. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's the beauty of it, really. It's like a puzzle. Life is like a puzzle, and we all just pieces, but when we come together, we create this beautiful art. That's what I like about
0: being a black man, because I am my own individual as a black man, but I I acknowledge that I have a community Mm -hmm. that I resemble um, and that I have to work hard for. to shed light on the fact that we can be anything we want to be, um, but we're faced with um, so many, you know, hurdles. But I think it's more important to get over those hurdles um, the best way that we can than anything. I think it says more about us when we get over that shit.
1: I like that you said the best way we can too. Some people. Yeah, because yeah, we gotta be we gotta be realistic. Yeah, some people jump, some people mm-hmm. climb. The best way we can, everybody's like their own, you can get over, as long as you get over that hurdle, that's really what matters. Right. You could could rock climb, put a ladder up on it, just get over the hurdle. That's really the goal. Mm -hmm. Facts.
0: All right, y'all. So uh, that's what we got for y'all for episode number eight. It's crazy. I mean, I know I said this for episode seven, but dang, episode eight? I mean, if you think about it, January came, and we made two episodes uh, by the end of uh, December. But by the time January came, um, we had already had five episodes out. Uh, This is the third episode since the end of January, beginning of uh, February. And man, that is just some crazy perseverance. Um, I I didn't know what we were in for when we first started, but I'm glad to see where it's going. I'm glad to see all the support that I've been getting. And I'm really grateful for, like, the perseverance between uh, myself and the people who are still willing to support. I think a lot of y'all need to give yourselves a pat on the back for going through uh, a pandemic but still believing in people and supporting people. I think that's really cool because we're, we're not allowing ourselves to be depressed to the point where we're giving up on each other and not supporting one another. So that belief in one another uh, is still strong, and I'm very grateful for that. So uh, cheers to number eight, y'all. I, I think that this is this is great because I I, I don't know I, I couldn't I couldn't have seen it uh, come this far from the beginning because I just didn't know what it what what life held for this uh, at the time like what time would tell for this. But sometimes you just gotta do it. You just gotta keep it going uh, where you are and what you got. Um, and this is a time where we're using what we got. Where we're using one another. Um, we're, we're using our resources. We're using our bonds to make things happen. And that's really important, man. Like, uh, so I'm grateful for that. Thank you all so much, man.
1: As you said, the persistence, the perseverance, and the consistency is a beautiful thing. I greatly appreciate that. You giving your knowledge to everybody else through this, this podcast that's been going on since you started. You haven't given up. And I feel like other people will look at that and be like, wow. He's still going, I'm gonna still go with what I'm doing. So I thank you for that.
0: Thank you, J-Mac, and I already told you before how grateful I am for your help and your belief in me. Um, one thing I can say about J-Mac is, no matter what he does, I just know that like there's no flaw in this man's character. Um, I could never say that he's done anything like that would crush um, his reputation. He treats everybody with love and fairness, and he's really practical and just really solid and true to himself. Um, I could never say that there's a flaw in this man's character. Like since day one, he's always just been him. And um, I I feel like in a lot of ways, we we all, we take from each other in our group and we learn from one another. And I think that when it comes to J-Mac, I learned how to be a lot more calm and mature and how to think and how to treat others better. So thank you, bro. This is black excellence. This is black history month. But we going we going to celebrate black history every day, All bro. Day, every this is day, this is baby. black history right here, bro. We making it. So thank y'all so much and keep y'all keep y'all ears open and y'all hearts open and y'all minds open for episode number 9. Peace, peace and love. Peace and love only way you see me through is if you got them big blues if you got them dollar signs had it rough hard times
1: so you better believe i need all of mine can change in a change in a day trying to keep sane with the state minimum wage in the way of the rich and the poor poor fifth of the fourth for my click oh shit y'all lit but of course